Braunfels and welcome to the Best to Worst podcast, where we look at the best in New Braunfels and the worst. My name is Ryan, and I am here with my co-host Nicole, and this is episode 13 of the Best to Worst podcast. Hey guys, Lucky 13. Lucky 13 is here, which is kind of crazy. We started this kind of, I guess, was it just after the beginning of the year, and now we're on episode 13, so it's been a uh, huge success, I feel like. Yes. So for this episode, we're going to be kind of uh, diving into a few things that are, are, I guess, one thing that is very long term and a lot of stuff that's going to kind of just happening in New Braunfels right now as we speak or has already happened. So we're going to talk about this thing called the Great Springs Project and what that is all about and how that's going to impact our area. Um, and then we're also going to dive into, I know, I feel feel like it was a couple months ago we talked about how we had a huge dip in home prices and we're just going to kind of revisit that to find out where are we now with the home prices in our, our housing market. And then we're just going to kind of look at a few different restaurants and establishments and bars that have kind of opened up here re- recently. I'm probably going to miss a few because there's been a ton lately, but we're just going to take a, a quick glimpse at those as well. So Without further ado, Nicole, let's uh, let's talk about this Great Springs project. It sounds uh, very grand. It does. It probably should be called the Grand Springs Project, but um, you, you guys can look it up on the greatspringsproject.org. There's also YouTube videos on it. Um, Matthew McConaughey narrates a big uh, thing on it so that you all can right, listen. All right, all right, all right. All right, just keep on living. <laughs> and um, so you can listen to him. And also, Mono Ginobili does it in, I guess, his native tongue. So you can listen to either one. You can pick and who you want to listen to about it. But the Great uh, Springs Project is, it, they're actually a 5013C nonprofit organization that was formed. And they're working to create a green way of contiguous protected lands all the way from the Alamo to the Capitol. And it's over the Edwards Aquifer Recharge Zone. It's a huge undertaking. It's 100 miles long of trails and protected lands and greenery and open space to uh, keep the development from encroaching upon that, to protect our water source for over 2 million people. And also so that people have a place that they can be outside and have hiking and biking trails and um, protect endangered species and things that our rivers and our springs here, you know, take care of that are becoming extinct. So uh, it's going to be from, it's going to connect four springs and they're going to link together uh, their great springs. They're going to have Barton Springs and the, from Austin, San Marcos Springs, the Comal Springs and San Antonio Springs. And it's a huge undertaking, you know, as you can imagine. And it's going to hopefully be de- completed by 2036. And that's the, um, what is that, our bicentennial of Texas? celebration is that that's that pretty is? quick i mean overall i mean yeah that's 13 what was it 13 years away but that's in this it seems like it yeah. as big of an undertaking as this is right I, I think that might might be ambitious but i mean if they can get it done because there's a lot of moving parts in this and really we could probably dedicate three podcasts to this one thing so if you're interested in something like this you really need to look it up and and you know check it out but it's going to have uh it'll you have Trails and biking and hiking in Garden Ridge, Selma, Universal City, Shirts, Cibolo, New Braunfels, San Marcos, Kyle, Buda, and Austin, and of course, San Antonio. 
So, um, and there's a lot of history in that, you know, with, with um, the, with different, you know, the different um, people who settled here and they have the 4,000 year old white shaman panel and it's named uh, for the, the drawn in white rock and it's located at the Pecos river in Comstock, Texas. So, I mean, it, it's going to be like our own Oregon trail or, or route mm-hmm. 66. I mean, it's going to be a big, you know, undertaking and things they do want to make it safe which you're talking 100 miles i don't know how they're gonna police that you know yeah but, and uh, i guess i mean the national park service is going to be involved eventually correct is that kind of the goal is to turn yes. it over okay okay yeah because it's going to be kind yeah. of like i mean i compare it to i guess like almost like the appalachian trail uh, yeah. where it's, it's, i don't even know how many hundreds of miles that is but it's a huge undertaking and it's just this huge connection of everything so Right. It's going to have to be, you know, with parks and uh, and different things, because it's not like the cities could do that. It's going to have to be done by the state. I mean, obviously, for safety and stuff. But as far as the cycling and walking routes, they um, want to make sure that they're clearly marked and that there's uh, very little vehicular traffic and that um, there's directional signage and also about how to um, maintain the trails and the etiquette of when you are a visitor on these trails and by visitors I mean even our residents you know mm-hmm. like you shouldn't you shouldn't pick native flowers and you shouldn't move rocks and you know I mean there's a way to leave things just like when you're snorkeling in the coral reef you know you don't disturb it so but it is it's great that people will have access to this because our lots and our houses are getting smaller and smaller and smaller and there's no green space for people yeah, yeah. and I think as a result it affects mental health. I think it affects our physical health. I think people are angrier. I think people are shorter with each other. And I think that this will really help, you know, uh, with a lot of that. So they want to connect the trail for uh, the places people want to go. That's a, there's a lot of great places along that way, you know, and people, Mm -hmm. I know that this is going to sound crazy, but people go out and ride their bike for a hundred miles. They do. There's a lot of people that do that, you know, and so the, I can see like that would be interesting for them to do, right? And yeah. so so they just want to make it really high standards. And I guess this will be just something that Texas is known for, you know, everything's bigger in Texas and stuff. But it's going to take a lot of, like I said, moving parts and undertaking <clears throat> to to buy easements and to get landowners to, you know, donate some of their money or or land or sell some of their their land. It's also going to uh, take federal funding. It's also going to take private investments. So it's, there's a lot of things that have to come into play. And if they get it done by 2036, then I think, you know, that'll be great. But Texas is growing yeah, but let's be real, Nicole. I mean, it's the uh, it's I the know. government. Are they ever going to get anything <laughs> done by the, the due date? I'm just saying. Yeah. So because, you know, we're growing so fast in this San Antonio and Austin corridor, I think um, that people are, are really starting to worry about how much land is going to be left over this this Edwards Aquifer recharge zone and you know we're we have so many caves under us and sinkholes and and things that we can't cover it all with concrete because there's no way to fill the water back up you know yeah and our our region is growing so fast that they need to quickly step in and do something or you know they're not going to be able to protect the Edwards Aquifer recharge zone so it's all about conservation yeah. And um, I think this is an awesome, awesome project 
And like I said, you could talk for two hours on this and still not talk about yeah. everything. I mean, their their website is like 250 pages long. Yeah. So but it, it is an awesome thing, I think. Yeah, no, it's this is great. I think it's definitely something that's just needed for this area. I mean, the Comal Springs, the uh, San Marcos Springs, those are all this, all these springs are just such beautiful areas. They have such beautiful ecosystems that are just so, so unique to the area as well. And just have unique um, yeah. animals, unique everything this, to this area. I mean, you have like the, was it the San Marcos, the Salamander? No, not the Salamander. It's Salamander? There's a specific. Mm. No, oh, it's the, it's the rice. They have the the specific rice in San Marcos. It only grows in the San yes. Marcos River. Uh, but there's so many yeah. things like that in the area. Um, so this is just a great way to help protect that land and just give us some green space back. Everyone wants that green space. And especially when it's not 110, whatever feels like degrees outside, it'd be a right. beautiful time to get out and enjoy a, a nice trail like that. So. And they are trying to make it so that everyone can use it, whether you are in a wheelchair or if you, um, whatever kind of bike you ride, you know, due to an injury or, you know, it's not just going to be able-bodied, capable, you know, trails and stuff. They are trying to make it so everybody can enjoy it. And sometimes you just got to step in and stop man from destroying things. And I think yeah. this is a way to do it, you know? Yeah. Make make good old Teddy Roosevelt proud. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, definitely, so, but definitely a, a you, you said it was the best of New Braunfels, right? Oh, most definitely. <laughs> Anything like this, because the families can enjoy this together. People, you know, can enjoy it. It's it's all all over. It's suburban, it's urban, it's, you know, I mean, everything that we need is protecting this area because if we lose this, then I don't know what we're going to do with our water system. Yeah. Well, very good. Okay. So let's dive into our next item, which is all about uh, home prices. And we talked about this a few shows back where the median home price in New Braunfels early in the year was actually coming up upon 400000 And then it kind of just interest rates started booming. And it took a hit, took a pretty big beating. It went from 398000 in January, the median home price, to 350000 in February. Um, and it continues to decline, not as drastically, but it went down. March was uh, 349 and then April was 342 So you saw this uh, this range from, you went from 398000 all the way down to 342000 which from a percentage perspective is a pretty big, pretty big jump. Now, granted, our home prices were probably overinflated and there was a lot going on. There was um, so much demand for people to come to New Braunfels that shot that up. But then in May, something happened unique. We went from 342000 median home price to 369 So the prices, despite interest rates being at the highest they've been in what, like 15 years, what they've said, uh, yep. those prices are going back up, meaning there's still demand for people to come here. I don't think they're they're slowing down at all, which is, I know it's a nice place to live and all, but it's it's not stopping people from coming, I guess. And and those yeah. home prices are actually pretty, uh, pretty competitive and pretty normal, I guess you could say, if you live in a state like California or even just coming from a uh, anywhere on the West Coast coming out here like oh wow i can get a nice home for three hundred sixty nine thousand dollars. 
that's a steal yes. when you're paying twice, three times as much over there. Yes. So for hardly any home at all. Yeah. So I'm not really sure what this exactly means if we're going to continue to see this upward trend. I know the rest of the country is trending down and we are trending down, I guess you could say year over year. Um, but we're now starting to trend up if you look at the last uh, last uh, last month now. So we'll see if this trend continues. Um, obviously, the most people are buying homes now in New Braunfels in that three hundred to four hundred thousand dollar range. Just about thirty six percent of the homes that were sold in May were in that range. So it's it's a competitive it's a competitive range that people are are wanting to to buy in. So. Do you know about how long they're staying on the market usually? Have you, did you? Yeah, so days on the market, um, as of May, it took about, it, days on the market is about 88 days, and then it was about 33 days to close. So your total days on the market is about 121. And if we compare that to January, um, it was about 130. So really not much difference yeah. overall yeah. so um so the at home they are taking longer to sell for sure after going on the market but they're still they're still selling and the prices are the prices are increasing and there's a healthy amount of homes of inventory there's about three and a half months of inventory versus if you look at that uh from may of 2022 there was about 1.3 months of inventory so okay. So but our, they're still they're still forging ahead with the um, multifamily housing, huh? They are forging ahead. We have quite a few new projects that just popped up on the uh, the uh, north side of town here in Creekside that are getting people scratching their heads. As the uh, on Common Street, there's a new build that's about complete now, and then there's some townhomes right there as well, rentals. So it's just it's popping up and everywhere. That's that Psalms Landing is taking shape in Creekside. Yeah, Psalms Landing is taking uh, in Creekside. And then they have a new apartment complex. I didn't realize it was going in behind where Chewy's is going, behind Torchy Taco. There's a new complex back there, too. So yeah. multifamily everywhere, homes everywhere. I don't know. I don't know anymore. <laughs> I'm getting, It's going to be interesting the next time it floods here. Yeah. Yeah, no, we haven't had a major flood. Ooh, how long has it Eight been? Eight years? Is it eight? I thought it was 2011, but I could be wrong. No, we had one since then because I remember all those RVs going down. It was probably 14, 13 or 14. Okay. All those RVs uh, going down um, where we were just talking about where yeah. the the, mm -hmm. the turnaround is there, you know. Yeah. So and then I think we've had small ones, you know, since then, but not, yeah, you know, that was the major. big one. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. It'll be it'll be interesting to see how that affects everything and how they'll probably rewrite the floodplains after that happens and all those homes that don't have flood insurance get flooded <laughs> yeah yeah so so well with all know. that yeah so i don't know what to think i mean i guess from a home equity perspective that is the best of new brothels but yeah i don't know <laughs> i'm i'm, I'm um, back and forth yeah on it. Yeah, I go back and forth. It you know depends on property taxes and my house going up. I don't plan on selling my house, you know. So yeah. to me, that's like I said, unrealized gains. But um, you know, it's on paper, and 
I, I guess it's good. I guess it's rather better than my house depreciating, but along with that comes a bunch of infrastructure problems too. Yeah. So, all right. So you're well, right. I go back and forth. Yeah. Well, with all that growth, there's a lot new, uh, there's a lot more restaurants and bars kind of coming into town. And we just kind of wanted to, to highlight some of those, the changes that have been happening. And I know I don't have them all and Nicole may have some extra new ones that she's looked at as well no, no I sir i don't <laughs> i'm a creature of habit so usually i just go we go to the same places every once in a while we'll go to someplace new but we don't go and try out everything new so but adobe verde in green recently went under a uh, ownership change um, and they actually did a lot of nice uh renovations there in green at, at the adobe verde so they have i believe a new menu they put a bunch of new kitchen stuff in they paint it on the outside. It actually is, it's looking really nice now. So I have not been to the inside. Um, I have known a few people that have gone. They said it's actually really nice. So that's a, uh, that's Adobe Verde and Green, uh, right over by like, there's a green coffee shop over there and there's a bunch of other shops. So Yes. Yes. And the toy store is there yep. mm-hmm. and everything. So yeah, where they have the, where they have the market dates. It's right, right in that same area. But so. they took the, they took the playground out. I guess insurance liability or whatever. So, oh, that's no fun. Yeah, uh, Sue, happy people. Yeah, have to ruin it for everybody. I know, I know. Then another one is a Lost Cafe, L A S S Cafe and Cocktails. They opened up on uh, three thirty seven. They are just a few doors down to Buffalo Wings and Rings. They actually, the owners own a, I believe it's a tattoo shop parlor right around the corner there as well. And they wanted oh, to open it. I didn't know that. Yeah. They wanted to open up a, it was, I saw them at city council. Yeah. They're all they're like, Yeah. We have our tattoo shop right around the corner. And we wanted to get into the cafe and cocktail business. So they opened up a new uh, cafe and cocktails right there. So their signature item is, I, I may butcher this. It's Oma Hackers fried bologna sandwich. So that's interesting. You, and, and they have sandwiches in, and burgers, right? Yeah, I believe it's sandwiches and burgers and uh, cocktails and beer and wine, I think, as well. So so give them a try. Uh, they're on the loop. And then let's see, what else do we have? We saw uh, uh, P.F. Chang's opened up in Creekside. So we have that that's going on. Um, that's a Asian restaurant. It's, it's a fancier i guess you could say asian restaurant they're based out of the uh, the phoenix area so it's a chain there's this is the third uh pf changs in the san antonio new braunfels market so there's two more in san antonio um but they've been open since about april i have not been in yet but i have been to pf changs in the past and i do enjoy them they have some really good stuff there as well so I, I've been to this one and I didn't have a problem with it. And but there are people that have been giving it mixed reviews saying that they like the other ones better, but they didn't it wasn't really staffing issues or anything like that. It, they were actually talking about the food. And to me, it, all the food should be the same. There shouldn't be that big of a discrepancy in food. Yeah. But it was good. I enjoyed it. So Yeah. And I feel like with chain restaurants, sometimes it's always like, okay, the first month or two, it's like you do get kind of some discrepancies in the food just because the 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 cooks and the preps and everyone else are learning how to make that stuff. So they hopefully get the hang of it after a while. So. And they, they also have sushi. So people mm. always say we need another sushi restaurant or whatever, you know. So they do have sushi there. 
Yeah, well, there you go. So, uh, and then on the, I guess, kind of where you're set at town, off of kind of 46, the uh, the Reserve Finally. on 1863. It's a uh, high-end whiskey and cocktail bar opened up in the, in the Hill Country there. Have it's outside. Yeah, yeah, I have. It's outside. Yeah. It's like it's like you're sitting on a patio at your friend's house. They have lights. They have um, they bring in different food trucks, um, music, things like that. They have yard games and things to play. So it's upscale, but it's nice. So it's everybody should go and try it out. Although I do want to kind of keep it quiet on this side of town. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's nice. You should go. Isn't there a uh, a bar and uh, gym? combo over on your side of town too have you heard about that it's I down 1860 it's down 1863 we got to find out what that's called it's a bar oh yeah yeah so you can get your workout on and then you can ruin all those calories you're just burning go get a drink so i don't know if, if weights and cocktails mix that could be a bad a bad uh, combination <laughs> i mean i guess it depends upon which one you do first if you do the weights first cocktails after it it works but you flip that around, it may not be so good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and then we have a a Mexican food restaurant. Los Dos Garcias is uh, located on uh, Walnut. It's this is a great place if you're at City Council and <laughs> they finish early, which is never, never. It's it's within like walking distance of City Council. It's just up on Walnut there, and you can get yourself some Mexican food. They have menudo. Chalupas, crispy tacos. Um, this is a it's a great local owner who's always had a dream of opening a restaurant. He opened a little restaurant there. So, so th they had a sandwich shop in there before this, and like grilled sandwiches. And then, what was the restaurant that was in there forever? It was like a little breakfast shop that everybody went to. I can't think of the name of it. It's um, it's right if you're coming down. So the location of this is if you're coming down Walnut, going towards mm. 35, it's on the right there, right before the um, car wash mm -hmm. and uh, before you get to the Fisher Market gas station, but on the other side of the road. It's before you get to the New Braunfels School District uh, driveway, even on the right, though. Yeah, so, I, know. I don't know what it was called. I can't remember, but everybody was so sad when it closed and it closed during COVID, I think, because they couldn't make it, you know, yeah. and then there's been a couple of things in there since then. But this is only open on Wednesday and Thursday from seven to two. You you, you notice that most of our uh, restaurants or Mexican restaurants close at two. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, and then it's open uh, Friday and Saturday from seven in the morning to 8 p.m. at night. The, the thing that is starting to bother me about New Braunfels is they want to be this big city and play like they're this big city, but then everything closes. They close yeah. at nine o'clock or they close at, you know, 11 o'clock on the weekends. And it's like, you can't do that. I, if you want to make money and have tourism and have the locals do stuff, you're going to have to change the hours on things. Mm -hmm. No, I agree. It's, it's, it's definitely that. Yeah. When I first moved here, 16 years ago 17 years ago that was like the weirdest thing because we came from arizona originally and it was mm -hmm. i mean in the phoenix area everything's open pretty late you get plenty of stuff that's open like super late till 12 or 1 and we come out here everything's like eight or nine o'clock and it's done there's nothing else besides like maybe denny's well you're right and that's you know terrible and you get busy doing stuff with your family in the summertime and then all of a sudden it's 7 45 and you're like oh you know especially when you don't have kids even you know whatever you're doing it's just your husband and yourself and and you or your significant other whatever and 
it's 15 minutes until something closes and then you know they hate when you walk in 15 minutes before mm-hmm. they close it's mm-hmm. like restaurants should stay open at least until 10 and now we have so many staffing problems and then they're going to turn around and say well we have staffing problems because we don't have affordable housing for the staff to live here in new Braunfels, and they're not going to drive from san antonio or they're not going to drive from austin to come and work in new Braunfels. yeah it's like you know it's a it's a it's a double-edged sword i guess the yeah. other one that i did want to talk about was um salomon have you heard of that one it's next to torchies or is it next to torchies no 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 it's, it's right by the crawfish place the correct come out crawfish because it come out crawfish or yeah come out yeah. crawfish company i think it's called yes so it's in that parking lot and they used to be up on the freeway on 35 um on the way to shirts uh or right by uh is it bussy's flea market or Busey's Busey's flea market i don't i don't know how to pronounce that okay but, okay uh, it, the right there by the flea one. market. The armadillo yes, one. Yes, <laughs> yes. So they were joined to that parking lot, and then they moved to New Braunfels. And I have not had the chance to eat there yet, but everyone who eats there says it is the most delicious food. And it's a family-style restaurant, and the owners are super sweet. They accommodate so many things. But the food looks super fancy. So, mm-hmm. uh, And it it's not expensive. So you, people should try it out because I, I have a feeling that if they don't get, you know, some more people in there that they're going to end up having to close. But they have yeah. beautiful pictures of their food on um, Facebook. You should check them out. So huh. it just if you like Mexican food, this is the restaurant I hear that you should be going to. Yeah. And every time I drive by there, they always look very busy because they have uh, Solomon's right there and they have the uh, above ground pizza, which used to be underground pizza downtown back in the back in the days for those who remember that then they got the the parking yeah and they got the daiquiri place right there then there's like a church in that parking lot a couple other uh places but yeah that parking lot's always always stays really busy so hopefully they're doing well so and the other thing that's going to open is they're opening a jersey mike's next to torchy's tacos Mm -hmm. and they're opening a dunkin donuts in there as well yeah dunkin donuts is open i've already been there don't judge Oh. Oh. Yeah, and then so, Jersey Mike's. Yeah. So Jersey Mike's. Now, that will be their second location in New Braunfels. The other one's over by... Uh, uh, by me. Yep. By you. And the, it's up here. So. so. So, yeah. So lots of good, lots of good restaurants, lots of good eateries, lots of good bars all opening up in town. We just kind of give you a little brief history, or not history, but a brief synopsis of the ones that are opening. So I know we probably missed a few and people are going to be like, oh, how come you didn't talk about this one? Well... Also, the, there's one over here, Big Hops. I think it's going to close. It's a beer, you know, a, 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 the brewery right here next to Willie B's. And Willie okay. B's is an awesome one. They've been open forever, but um, they have great food too. And they have a Sunday brunch. People should go there and eat their Sunday brunch. I would hate to see some of these really actual good places close in mm-hmm. lieu of keeping, you know, a Taco Bell or a McDonald's, another McDonald's, you know, I mean, some of these places are, have really awesome food and I don't think people come out here, but this big hops uh, brewery here um, is in danger of closing if they haven't closed already. Mm-hmm. And um, it's unfortunate because they were here, I think right when the pandemic started. And if people like um, beer and they like, uh, you know, not just your every average day beer, but like IPAs and things like that, they should go and give it a try. Uh, you should venture out a little more everybody instead of just yeah. you know staying in your little well, tiny venture out and support a local restaurant or yeah exactly so that's a hard thing to do is open a restaurant or anything like yeah. that yeah yeah so all right well 
I think those are all definitely the uh, best of New Braunfels. It's good to see some, uh, a lot of, a lot, most of those restaurants we mentioned, they're all local business owners who are in, they're taking a risk and they're investing in our community to hopefully make it. So support them and uh, keep more of those best kind of businesses coming to town. Right. Exactly. So they are all the best of New Braunfels. Give them a try. Yes. Well, that is it for our show today. If you want to stay up to date with our podcast, you can follow us on Apple Podcasts. We are also on Spotify, Google Podcasts. You can like us on Facebook. Just search Best to Worst Podcast. And if you want that good old-fashioned email, which I know a lot of people do, and we have actually a lot of email subscribers, uh, click on the link in the show notes. Put your email address in there. We'll send you an email only when a new show comes out. And that's our that's our promise. And nothing else is just that one email that says, hey, a new show is available. And you can uh, give us a listen at that point. So, uh, But that is all we have. Nicole, you have a, a wonderful day. I'm just going to try to stay cool. That's all I can do. <laughs> I mean, cooler than I already am, you know. So. <laughs> stay cool, people. <laughs> yeah. Bye, guys. Bye.